0: Card shows, dice games and masses, draft classes, and DMX passes, all on tonight's episode of Get Carded, Episode 6. 1993, Bloomington, Minnesota, just across the street from the airport, there was a hotel called the Thunderbird.
1: Giant totem pole outside that I used to climb and get slivers on
0: all the time. That's a little weird. But at the time, they hosted the biggest card show in Minnesota, and I had a table there. At 13 years old, I had a table at one of the biggest card shows in the state. And the reason I had the booth was because that I had – started to make money at some of the local shows and the way i was making money was not through my personal collection of junk wax inserts and bases uh, and and a few vintage cards it was the dice game that i had the dice game that i had was two dice you could roll one through twelve and obviously i had put my two best cards or two through twelve what did i say one That's in case one fell off the table. Okay. (laughs) Two through twelve. Thank you. Uh, So glad we have. So glad we have uh, fact checks live on the show. Brad, if
2: you misspell something, I'm on it. (laughs) Brad is literally the eye in
0: the sky. Yes. (laughs) The the we we'd we'd still have good cards. I had a buddy. His name was Avery. We would we would do these card shows together. Uh, But. But but that's where we would make the most money. We would we would charge a dollar or two dollars for a roll, you know, uh, six for ten or whatever the whatever the case was. And that was like, as I look back at it, a very early version of breaking. I mean, that's literally you take a shot at getting some good cards. Yeah, and
1: you don't have to the initial keep the initial investment low with the chance to get something good. Man, that's yeah.
0: And, and what th- one of the coolest things about attending these shows was that table by table, there is a personality and there is a niche. So my table was the dice game. There was a table that I remember there was a, f- a father-son combination. The father had slicked back hairs, a little greasy. and, and Kind of like you now kind of yeah yeah kind of like me now and then there was a a, a little shit that's kind of like you now <laughs> that they would just they would just vibe on the on uh, but they were really good about having the best wax yep. so they had the products newest latest and greatest and and they, they you know you just went to their table if you knew their show they were consistent they you were know what consistent. you're going to get weed, yeah you had uh, you had the vintage guys that just carried the vintage cards. I remember seeing a '52 mantle uh, there at the time. It had a little red LED blinking on it with a wire. It looked kind of like a bomb <laughs> um, that that I think was selling for $5,200. Oh, man, at the time, um, you are old. And then there were <laughs> and then there were tables of guys that just sold like signed posters, just like you see in a lot of the memorabilia shops today. Mm-hmm. But that was the first version of even even online now. Even a, a, as much as we've been despising eBay, it was that version of, hey, here's where we go to get the most inventory in the shortest amount of time. So, so recently, we got to attend a card show, and you see a lot of that even today. As, as, as most everyone can imagine, there are different personalities out there. So it's interesting to see, like, You got now. It's a bit different because you got the Pokemon guys. You got you still got the memorabilia guys. I didn't see any dice games, so there still might be a market for it.
1: You got the vintage guys. You got the new guys. It's uh, it's
0: so you got the ones that are strong on wax. Yep. So some of it hasn't changed. You're right. You're right. But it's um, it's still a great environment. So I would I you know this doesn't necessarily benefit us in the least, but I still would encourage anyone listening. If you got a card show in town. Like go there and support those those, those folks because it's cool. You you get to talk to folks and some of them are super weird, right? Actually, a lot of us are probably we're weird. We're all weird, yeah. If, if we're collecting little pieces of cardboard. I mean, it's probably weird just in general, but so is anyone who collects yeah. stuff. Collects. Well, and it's is nice to have. <laughs> uh,
2: it's under review. Okay,
0: thank you. Um, Connor, you went to a version of this so it wasn't a card show, but I would m- most significantly align it with the NFL experience.
3: Yeah, the NFL experience. Wow. Yeah, that was, that was a sweet that was a sweet time. So I, there were
0: different things that you could go around to, right?
3: Yeah, I, I, a little I'm, It was really different. I, I hadn't been to anything like that before. I skipped school that day. Uh, I was told not to, uh, but I did not listen. I went to go meet Deshaun Watson at 10 a.m. And they had the meet and greets. They would give away autographed pictures and uh, autographed memorabilia if you showed up to these experiences where you get to meet the players. Uh, So I got to meet a few people, met Jared Allen. That was really cool. Met Nate Burleson from the NFL Network. He's a super cool guy. Played for the Vikings. So a little hometown hero right Saw there. Saw Randy Moss. Saw Randy Moss. Was within 15 feet of him. Fangirled a little bit, and I didn't feel worthy. In John <laughs> Randall's restaurant.
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about that.
0: What's his restaurant? Randall's. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, guess you're going to name something.
3: You walk in, and he just screams at you, just like he did on the field. Six-footers Six for life.
1: Six-footers
0: Right. You ever attend anything like that, Joey, in terms of... You know, of-
1: I'll tell you, my first experience as a card show, um, I grew up about maybe a block and a half from the Minnesota State Fair, and I would, um, during that State Fair, my me and my buddy Ian Logan, if you're listening, you know, what up, Ian, uh, we'd, uh, we'd set up our pop stand and our card stand right next to each other, and we'd, we'd capture everybody coming in uh, in and out of the State Fair. Needless to say, we sold a hell of a lot more pop than we did cards, but... You know that was uh that was my first little blush at uh, brush, brush at uh, the card show. But you know now that uh, they're I was looking at the calendar of card shows too. It's nice that kind of in this world of COVID that uh, they're now starting to open back up. It seems like here at least in the Twin Cities there seems to be one about every two to three weeks. So that'll be fun to get back into um, um, some of the more face to face conversations with these other collectors too. Then
0: that- Brad, can you look up how a uh, a pop stand of half drinking sodas would would do <laughs> <laughs>
2: Probably better than you th- you would think. Yeah, I'll, I'll look still probably Thank better you.
0: than my card stand did. <laughs> yeah, I think it would still do better than Joey's card stand. But in- the dice game, the addicts are gonna be. Uh, condi- Maybe we add a dice game. Maybe I just bring back the old school dice game to one of the Facebook uh, breaks. Dice dice I think it's great. dice
2: game coming next week. We're, we'll, we'll 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 invent the get
3: carded version of, of a dice uh, game. I dice like. Game. It. Oh, that's we awesome. We add yeah. a gambling prospect to the
0: breaks. Well, we're uh-huh. definitely going to be adding interviews. I believe to a lot of our podcasts going forward. And maybe we just introduce the dice game to, to those, to those interviews. I think if we could co the two,
2: we'll, we'll figure it out.
0: We'll you figure know, it out. You,
2: you mentioned, uh, you mentioned trying to go to a, to a card show. If you can, I same thing. Thunderbird hotel, Hank Aaron, Pete, Pete Rose. I, you know, I mean, that is a very scarce autograph. It's impossible unless you live outside of Nevada to get his autograph. Uh,
1: <laughs> I got you. Yeah, uh, I see what you did there.
2: Uh, yeah, thank you. Um, it's it's sad walking through the Caesars. Yeah. Just like man. Anyways, uh, you know, I I think uh, the cool thing about that though is like I'll never forget for whatever reason, you know, going to that show and getting Ron Davis's autograph, and he just sat there and talked to us, and made it. It, it, for all for everybody that remembers nineteen eighty five, Ron Davis was average, but like he was at the show, and you know he signed the card. He talked to us, and it was like like you know we saw Hank Aaron, and that was great for my dad. But like Ron Davis was like Atlanta Braves, it. no Minnesota Twins. You're Ron thinking Davis. of uh, Ron Davis, nineteen eighty five traded to the Cubs, retired shortly after. Who thereafter. was I thinking
0: of? He
2: ah, but uh, uh, not my
0: favorite Davis of that era. Eric Davis was a stud.
2: Same year, different, different stratosphere.
0: Different. Stratosphere. Ron
2: Davis <laughs> was like a middle reliever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, Hung but but players. it
2: was huge. You know, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, I it, and you can't, uh, you know, I, my, my dad still jokes me about Ron Davis. He's 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 known in my household for that but he's like man he's like you know he he was a twin he was on the field and we went to you know he was there and he was the person that you could see and it was magic
0: it's the same reason i still believe kareem abdul jabbar is an asshole because as i was walking through the convention center and he walks by, and my buddy and I ask for his autograph. His lady at the time turns around and said, he knows what you want. <laughs> and I remember that so... And, and, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is generally not known as, as, as such an ass. Like I mean, the, the other experiences that, that people have seen with him are not... Extremely negative, but so the, he's but not the, the guy version, that slept
3: with like ten thousand women.
0: That's no. Wilt Chamberlain. Ah, gotcha. And I think it was twenty thousand.
3: Fun fact about about uh, that is there is actually a Karim Abdul-Jabbar that led the NFL in rushing touchdowns.
0: So you do what? not get Brad's role any ever again. <laughs> no, one, that no. one didn't stick. No, <laughs> no.
2: but but he, I mean, I, th- there's probably a future episode on this one, but like, like
1: with fame, in the
2: yeah. name, like yeah, in the in the in the pantheon of autograph assholes like we've got we've got a candidate right here in minnesota tom gugliata was literally like insidious about it like i know a couple of guys that went down to get his autograph they went down to like the area where the players come out afterwards and this is the Timberwolves. like they're what like what did you win your eleventh your game of the season tonight? <laughs> you know, like so like but like, you know, guys would, would go down there, they'd wait, and he'd like roll down the window on his car and call kids over, and then like they'd they'd come over to the car and then he'd like speed off. It's like So wow. I, I think about wow. Brad.
0: I, I think about Brad in a lot of areas of life, uh, for perspective because well, and One of them is, and I'm sure we'll, we'll, we'll get into this more in, in, in other episodes, but the one that I'm thinking of right now is, I think Brad would have, I know his interpretation of the guy that I'm about to mention. I know his kind of psyche around him, but I, I don't know. I think it's 50-50 on whether or not he would still feel this way about this guy. Mm-hmm. Tiger Woods.
2: It, all, a lot of my insight over the years comes from Vegas blackjack tables. Who do, you know, talking to dealers who see it all, celebrities, athletes, who do you love, who do you hate? A lot of love for, of all people, Phil Hartman and Ben Affleck, you know, and I think a lot of this has to do with tipping and generosity. But right up there on the, the wrong side of this, Tiger and Michael, which is unfortunate, but Michael's best friend – or, or at least Vegas best friend Charles on the good side there's some there there are some good stories about Charles and Michael sitting there both of them being them and like you know Charles just grabbing chips right off the table totally totally against the house rules and just saying Michael you know don't embarrass me and just throwing them to the dealer and you know th- <laughs> thousands of, <laughs> of dollars worth of chips and Michael giving him a death glare I mean, like you know, you're the only one that can do this. That's, that, that'd be something cool. And
0: it? and you might have uh, c- because this version of Tiger was the pre-crashing the Escalade into the front yard with the uh, with the uh, seven iron through the through the window too. I think he's been humbled. I think that he's probably still a little bit. He probably still has some of those characteristics, but
2: impossible but. not to have that. I mean, look, I mean, he's he's golfing on
0: national TV at age four. Yeah. Right, and, and now he's not.
1: Speaking of golf, that. I know um, Kent Herbeck likes to sign golf balls.
0: Yeah. Thank Kent you, Herbeck. Thank you, thank you, Joe, for adding that to the, <laughs> to the, to <laughs> Kent the episode. Kent Herbeck,
2: though, like, he's another one. Like, I, I, th- th- He was right for Minnesota, right? Like, There are a lot of stories out there about Kent Herbeck just doing something cool.
1: Yeah.
0: Including uh, wrestling Ron Gantt. Yes. Uh, at first yes. base. The... Is that who you were thinking of? No. Instead of Ron Davis? No, no, no. no.
1: Ron, i sure. That's who I was thinking you were thinking of. It could be. Ron yeah. Burgundy.
0: It's possible. It's definitely. It's definitely possible. Well, listen, it is a big week in the sports cards uh, uh, release calendar. This is probably the biggest week for football. So we've we've been fangirling a lot of things as it relates to prison basketball, uh, there have been some football uh, releases that we've liked, some hockey ones for sure on the Capri Sun stuff. Uh, but, but this week is a big week as it relates to uh, football with, with national treasures. Connor, I'm going to let you lead off with this because I have my own take on, on national treasures and, and how it's become the standard. But uh, how, how are you feeling about this year's release? Uh, obviously a strong draft class with uh, all the quarterbacks and how well they're doing. Is this going to be... Is this going to be the most hyped release of the year for football?
3: Well, I think it already is the most hyped release for football that we've seen this year. Uh, National Treasures has been a huge, huge, huge hobby uh, the past few years. Uh, it really, I think it really gained traction with the year with Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott. It's kind of the first year I kind of uh, saw National Treasures, and I thought it was the coolest thing. With all this talent that's coming up in this in this class uh you're already seeing the hype i'm national treasures boxes used to be a thousand twelve hundred now you're seeing prices north of four thousand dollars a box and that's not only affecting the everyday breaker but it's affecting it's affecting some of the biggest breakers where they're not going to be able some of them to open a full case for everyone just based off of how much this price has gone up well the market itself is just
1: narrowed right in terms of at that price point you're just you're working with a much smaller population of people that can afford that product as as rare as it is or as lucrative as it is and as, as awesome as those cards are too you're just working with a smaller base but i would agree there's some of the most you know pretty cards that are out there and um, but that the price point is ridiculous i think there were the national treasures you know 19 for the basketball side of things are still, you know, I think there's a north of like eight to 10 grand a box. I mean, I definitely the,
0: think that, so. I think it makes you want to uh, stop, drop, open up shop and, and, and look up, you know, what's, what, what's out there. It's become the standard of the, uh, the industry. I think everything kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's numbered in 99 or less in national treasures. I believe so. Yeah um there's there's a there's a number of different parallels there are some really really cool inserts oh ridiculous I mean
3: off of the inserts I mean some of the coolest stuff, the base cards it, this is another product I feel like a lot of people like to say with different products that oh, the base cards look really cool with uh, I mean you think of you think of origins is a really cool base card because it's colorful this one it's 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 pretty basic. It's pretty basic, but it it looks so classy. clean and yeah. classy, and it's reminiscent of flawless, in these in these high end cards. And I think these are some of the most attractive cards out there. Uh, some of the favorite, some of my favorite things that are in this box, uh, you you can tell if you get them because if you open up a box and the the pack itself is twice the height as it should be and you have a shot at opening up a treasure chest. And these treasure chests have some of the some of the most sought after the coolest football cards ever in my opinion. Tell, Tell me the Rough more. Riders
1: roll, man. Tell me more.
3: So, so, a treasure chest you can have something along the lines of the 2020 rookie draft class and it will have let's see there's four four, eight, six, 32 different patches. And you can have all NFL shields, 32 shields from 32 different players. Or you can open up a treasure chest. That's three cards wide. And it has 12 autographs on it
0: from rookies or legends. So it's kind of like, and then there was X, like the uh, X factor in terms of like those shields coming out were, were kind of national treasures related, right? Right. Absolutely. Yes. So it's, it's tough to spend that much on a box, like $4,200. It's like, it's either. It's it's, make or break with every box. I mean, it's darker. Hell is hot. Like it's, it's, it's a tough, tough deal. If you don't get something that, that, that is going to, I just don't think you can generally get the, 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 the value back. I mean, you're going to have to be, you're going to have to be really lucky. To, to earn your money back in any of these boxes at these price points. Now here's the thing: if you get any Herbert, it's going to be You're, it's going to make you lose your less. mind. It's it's and it's going to be 99 or less. And I, I I could say the same for um yeah, number uh, the Burrows, the Tuas even until he starts playing again probably. Um, so it's going to be a sick product. Uh, I mean we haven't even talked about basketball and the origins that are coming out. Because uh, those are those are clean living cards. Yep. First on card autos of the, of the of the new rookies. Assuming assuming what Connor? You tell me. Lamelo can sign any cards. Yeah, that's anymore? that's
3: been something we've been talking about for a while. And I that's another that's another way that injuries are are actually affecting. Like there's been there's going to be injuries all over the place. Injury bugs are never fun. With Lamellos, I think it's an interesting. Uh, situation he's in cuz let's say let's say he's just in a wrist brace but if he has a cast on it he can't he can't sign more product given he's probably signed a ton of cards by now with whatever deal he has with Panini he's probably signed a thousand cards so for the time being i'm sure they're going to be able to get by but that's going to affect future releases and potentially push them back so if we're talking maybe if basketball flawless hasn't been done yet or if basketball national charges hasn't been done yet it could have the potential to push it back a bit
1: it's still a high risk high reward though you know much much better price point at what like 450 or so give or take Um, you're still only working with what seven cards a pack Um, so it's it's still a kind of a crapshoot there but um much more in most collectors wheelhouse from a a product that they can get their one get their hands on to afford um, and three still have a you know good looking product with uh, again some, like you said on card autos by some of those rookies.
0: So speaking of the rookies, I think it all comes down to the draft classes, which I feel like is the reason that some of the cool. origins uh, prices are as low as they are because we're seeing it at four fifty a box, and it, it doesn't just it just doesn't seem consistent with what the basketball releases are coming out at. It seems Not like it's it's low price. It almost seems value oriented, which. Which kind of concerns me a little bit, but uh, as the NFL draft is coming up, this draft class loaded. Loaded. I mean, is, and and what sells best in 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 football? What position? Quarterback. By far, like by far,
3: the first four picks of this draft is could is be
0: supposedly supposed to be all quarterbacks. And there's gonna be there's probably gonna be five in the in the first first round, but you say four. I don't know if it's like the snake, the rat, the cat, the dog, but there's definitely. different types of quarterbacks in the draft right yeah and and i mean there's some there's the
3: biggest names i mean we have everyone knows trevor lawrence that card i'm
0: scared to see the price oh my god lawrence card trevor lawrence cards are gonna be ridiculous just
3: don't cut your hair trevor hope you know what i'm i'm gonna send out a bold prediction i i will take a five dollar bet from anyone that some you know it'll probably be absolute that puts a strand of his hair in a card
0: I got one don't you remember a few months ago when I got the redemption for Chase Claypool
3: and there was a hair in the case of the card and we think it's Chase Claypool's hair we think that makes
0: the value go up a little bit it it could That's, i mean i i definitely did not i didn't want that card i mean it was nothing i couldn't handle break up and dismantle but i did not want the hair of chase Claypool in 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 the card i don't know i i don't want any player's dna in the in the card i'm pretty certain of that at this at this point
1: but you see a, a lot of these mocks too when you got like uh you know, within the, it's still a heavy quarterback class as well as wide receiver class too. They're saying it's one of the best wide receiver classes that have been out there. You got like Jamar Chase and then like everybody else. But if Jamar I feel like Chase, they say that
3: about a lot of draft classes when it do. comes to wideouts.
1: But if Jamar Chase ends up with Cincinnati and Burrow comes back healthy too, that's another guy too outside the quarterback class that Jamar Chase is going to be somebody that uh, just. By being drafted by... Is
3: Jamar Chase LSU? LSU, yeah. Okay, so there's already... So if he goes to Cincy, there's already going to be a connection there. Correct. Jamar Chase was so dominant to the point where that's why our good boy Justin Jefferson was able to shine because all the attention was taken away from him.
1: So, yeah.
0: Do you think there's going to be some defensive players this year who will who will capture as much attention as Chase Young did? I don't
3: think so. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't I can't remember a more dominant player in college defensively than Chase Young was in the past few years. I mean, I thought Chase Young was an incredible prospect coming out of college. Possibly, I would think he was the biggest defensive prospect since Jadavion Clowney.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, that's probably fair, though. I would agree with that for once. Um, (laughs) (laughs) you know the, the hard thing about defense because you know the one of the top defenders coming out you know you'll remember this name Patrick Sertain but this is the second right so but he's a corner right and I still think that from a card value perspective yeah corner's probably maybe number two from a um, a hype perspective, but it you know from a, you got to find those edge rushers, right? I think they still carry the most uh, hype coming out from a skilled position right. on defense, and so I don't know, it'll be interesting, but um, it's going to be heavy offense through the first ten picks. And coming then, coming from the else. edge
3: rusher perspective, I think you're right because when you think of edge rushers, and we think of we'll say more recent, I guess JJ Watt, Davion Clowney, Nick and Joey Bosa, Chase Young. So I think you're right on track with the edge rusher thing.
0: Good. Well, there's a lot of things to look forward to here. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that we have to look forward to is our is our big uh, Facebook giveaway. We have a, a, a Jordan Love. It's either going to be a relic, low number count, a, a a really good auto. There's one of three we're going to be giving away. I think it's just going to depend on the number of likes and the number of love comments that we get. Um, so so that would that would t- uh, have me remind you to. Tell you to go to our Facebook page. The only thing you need to do to enter into this giveaway is to like the page.
1: What is that page running?
0: That page is at Denari Sports or yeah. at Denari. Denari, Denari. Denari. Denari Sports will work either one. You you uh, hit like on the post with Jordan Love and you comment love. If you're not, you're slipping. You're falling. You probably can't get up. So we'll 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 award uh, a winner. Uh, by simply once again liking the post and commenting, love. So th- to end today, we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about one thing. I know we generally go out with uh, with the drink, So we were talking about uh, we're just gonna down some four locos tonight and uh, and, and try I to can't go wait to get sick again to, to to go a little extra. So we'll we'll, we'll definitely do that. But we are gonna raise uh, raise a glass and remember the uh, the old homie D M X and and we're we're all super sad that he uh, that he unfortunately passed so uh, uh, way too soon dealing with some struggles you know for me had uh, had a significant impact uh, on my life uh, growing up just being as intense as he, as he was uh, at the same time you know I love hypocrites I love people who can who can talk a good game and at the same time uh, can be real human and mess up and 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 get knocked down and then try to get back up and unfortunately he came to some of his his devices but you know if you ever listen to his music he 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 was a man of faith i think he's probably in the right spot uh at 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 the moment so did any of you ever get the chance to to see him yeah you didn't no no i never saw him perform oh you didn't no
3: no kidding no
0: either you nope i hadn't even been to a concert until i was no
3: no kidding. I mean, how am I the youngest one in the room? And I've seen him in concert. Oh, you saw him at... Uh, at Soundset. Yeah. That's wild. You're lucky. It was wild. Yeah. Looking back at that, I'm thankful that I got to experience something I like that. I did see a couple of his motorcycle videos. Yes. <laughs> <was three> wheelers <laughs> he kept it wheelers. the hardest,
0: man. He, was, uh, he, he seemed real. So I, I appreciate that. <laughs> We're going to miss him. We're going to miss all of you till next time. So thank you for joining us tonight on episode six. Shout out to the Rough Riders. Joey up?